0: Good afternoon, and welcome to the Fantasy Oddballs Football Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McNichols, joined by my co-host, Rich hey, and our producer, Mike Coyle. How's it going? So, we are a fantasy football podcast focusing on dynasty and season-long fantasy leagues. Uh, I, myself, have been playing fantasy football for close to 10 years. Rich has been playing for over 15 years. Uh, Mike has been playing on and off for about a decade as well. Uh, We do our own research. Uh, We dig through the numbers and go through all of the information so that you don't have to, and then we present it to you uh, with no, you know, biases or connections that sometimes come with a bigger name. So, with that being said, today is March 27th. And we are dead in the middle of free agency, franchise tag window is passed, we got the draft coming up, and we've got a lot to talk about today, so let's get right into it. So today we're going to start off by talking about all of the QB moves that have happened in this offseason. And we're going to kind of go through this a little bit in uh, order. Uh, We're going to start with the three biggest ones and then kind of wrap everything else up. So uh, the first big quarterback move to happen this offseason is Aaron Rodgers re-signing with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, In total, the deal is five years, 187.75 million. I know there's some reporting out there that was, you know, three years, 150, or four years, 200. It's not. Uh, The way we're going to report contracts on this show is we're going to look at the full length of the contract and the full value without uh, reaching incentives, because that's how it's always been reported before, and that's the way we're going to continue to report it. And if there's any incentives that significantly change the outcome of the contract, we will mention that as such. So. Rodgers' deal for uh, Rogers deal for all purposes is five years and 187.75 million, and so he is back with the Packers. It uh, seems like he'll be there for at least another three years with the way the deal is structured. Rich, your thoughts overall on Aaron Rodgers resigning
1: with the Packers? Not surprised he went back. Uh, we'll get into more of this later, but more surprised that Montee Adams won't be there. That's the impact there. Um, but Rodgers being back, uh, not too surprising. Uh, the deal, though, the, the amount of money there was a little uh, little surprising.
0: Yeah, again, I, uh, I I thought he might be on the move, but uh, you know he re-signed. They gave him some money, and they, they must have had some sort of discussion with him about what they're going to do going forward, especially, as you said, uh, Devontae Adams moved on. We'll talk more about that for Devontae Adams later on. Um, but how really has affect the rest of the team on there, so... Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, the two running backs that we know are still on the team, you know, uh, are you viewing them stocks up, stocks down? How do you feel about these two? Uh,
1: I think Dillon about the same. I think Aaron Jones stocks up. Um, You saw last year in the games that Devontae Adams missed and in the previous years, uh, Aaron Jones always saw more volume in the passing game. So I expect that to go uh, to continue next season.
0: Yep, so Aaron Jones, RB, I know he had a down year last year. Is he an RB1 next year? Is he RB2? Is he kind of floating in that 10-12 to 12 range where he's a borderline RB1?
1: Yeah, high-end RB2, low-end RB1. Okay,
0: and A.J. Dillon kind of a more of a low-end RB2, high-end RB3, I would say, floating in that 18-22 range.
1: Yeah, it, you know, that's a, with that split that they get, it depends on touchdowns. And then pass catchers, uh, yikes. Um, we'll see. We'll
0: see. Uh, with no Devontae Adams there, they're definitely going to add somebody. They also lost MVS as well. Again, more moves we'll get into later. I imagine they're going to add some in the draft, even though they typically don't add wide receivers early in the draft. I think they're going to do so this year, especially with the extra picks they accumulated. So, uh After Aaron Rodgers re-signed with the Packers, the next big domino to fall was Russell Wilson going to the Denver Broncos. So here was the trade in total. The Seattle Seahawks received Noah Fant, Drew Locke, uh, Harris. Uh, I can't remember his first. Shelby Harris. There we go. Uh, Two first rounds, two second rounds, and one fifth round in exchange for Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick. So, first off, this is obviously a huge boost for the Denver pass catchers and the Denver offense as a whole, including Javante Williams. Uh, we've got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick there. So, now the curious dynamic there is Rich, how do you think this plays out among the three wide
1: receivers? Uh, I got Sutton uh, above them both uh, Judy probably second, and then Patrick. Um, yeah, it's just we've seen Sutton produce. Um, in the past, um, expect um, Russell Wilson to come in and boost uh,
2: Sutton's value. Well, I mean, it's uh, you know, obviously it's a huge boost for any owners if you own any of those guys, uh, for sure. Like I'm looking at, you know, like a guy like Tim Patrick, dude, sell him right now if you if you can. Um, that's what I'm looking at. Sell sell Tim Patrick. I mean, you're gonna get this is the most value you're ever gonna get for him right now, and you know. Is Timmy ten points? You know, is what we called him last yeah. year. Timmy ten points. Yeah, maybe he's a flex guy for you, and maybe he is a hold. Uh, if you, you know, if you're a believer. Maybe he's dead but by I, I think I think there's a lot of other people that come before him in the packing order. There is he gonna have you know maybe flex numbers possibly, but you know what what I what dude top was he maybe twenty four to thirty six range at best. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think, you know, if, dude, if you could sell, what, what, if, I don't know, if you sell Tim Patrick and get a second, maybe, based off the hype. You get a second. You yeah. It. Yeah. Is there, is, yeah, if you can get a second probably, for Tim yeah. Patrick, I would do yeah. it. Yeah. But I think, like, I don't know, maybe you can't. Maybe you can't get a second. I don't yeah. know. It all depends on what your, what your league's looking like.
0: Third might do it, too. There's some good wide receivers in this upcoming class. It'd be a good one if you're trying to replace, you know, a flex wide receiver. You know, you might... Part with him for a third, possibly depending on where your team's at. If you don't really need Tim Patrick to start for you, um, so you know I'm more in favor of Jerry Judy kind of being the number one. He's just a better route runner. He's a little bit faster. Sutton's more of like a bigger target. I think Sutton will be more of the red zone and kind of you know uh, move the chains guy, and Jerry Judy be a little big, uh bigger play guy. So we'll see how. So let me ask you this: What's the ceiling for the wide receiver one in this offense? Can't put it. You can't put him. I I can't put him in the top five. I don't know top if 10? I can put him in the yeah. top ten. Can you? Top twelve, top ten. So what's the difference between the wide receiver one and wide receiver two on this team? If the number one's ten to twelve, how far is off is the second one? Could both these guys be top twenty?
1: I mean, it remains to be seen how committed they are to the pass, what their split's going to look like. But uh, if if you want to kind of look at how how Seattle's wide receiver finished. Um, like Metcalf and Lockett as a comparison, you can see it one as a top ten wide receiver, one's a top twenty wide receiver, top fifteen.
0: Yeah, I just it's a little harder. They got more targets there. Like we say with Tim Patrick, uh, Alberto, and uh, Javante Williams, um, with Noah Fant gone Alberto is going to be their number one wide re- or number one tight end there. They're a big fan of Alberto. Uh, he filled in well for uh, Fant when he was out last season. You know, even with the quarterback play, but again, we're talking about you know tight end eight to 12 there with what it is you know you know eh, not not a huge deal but Alberto's stocks are up because i don't think he would have been on most people's radars last year and now he should be he should be viable and when i say viable this is again for the tight end position he, sh- he should be a viable tight end um with potential upside depending again on how this offense really operates uh, let's flip over to the other side of this deal where uh, what does this do for D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and now uh, Noah Fant and Rashad Penny?
1: Man, stocks down, you have to think. but man, I'm not too worried about Metcalf. Um, he was wide receiver 8 last year in, in the games missed without uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, granted, people are going to say that uh, his numbers are a little skewed because of the, the touchdowns and, and the mm-hmm. long reception he had. So over the three-week span, team numbers can get a little skewed, but uh, he was getting targets. Um, he produced w- without Russell Wilson. I expect that to continue. Um, Tyler Lockett, I-, I would look for him to be traded. Um, look out for Green Bay.
0: Yeah, his thing was really the deep connection he had with Russell Wilson. He Wilson just put it on that spot and to where Tyler Lockett get and just only Tyler Lockett. And you know, they their quarterback at the moment is Drew Lock. Uh, we'll see what they do about adding somebody else later on. Uh, I believe that they'll if, if Malik Willis is there at nine where they pick, I believe that they're going to draft Malik Willis. So uh, that's my take on that. Uh, I think the Panthers will take Pickett at six while we're, while we're talking about the QB moves that are going on. So that's my belief as far as those guys go.
2: Um, so, so Lockett is still under contract with... The Seahawks. You think that it's a possibility that he gets moved? Yeah, I think he can be traded enough that you you would target him to to pick up for like a one year kind of guy. Uh, I would wait until he. Yeah, well you wait. You know, if you wait, yeah, you wait. It's risky business. It's it's risky business. What do, do you if you're, if you're trying to get, if you're trying to get Lockett right now? What do you what What do you think it takes to get done? Like two seconds, a first. Pretty late first. Late first. So. You know, maybe pay late first. Now he gets traded to Green Bay. You get that one year, that one good year. I mean, I'm not he's, saying he's, he's, not that yeah. he's not that old. His contract goes through 2025 and then 2026. He's, I mean, he's not that old. Let's see here. 27, 28. no, he's 29. 29. So he is old. So yeah, but, he's getting there. He's getting there, but you know, a guy like him, I could see him producing into his 30s. I don't know. I don't he just know. seems His
0: thing seems to be the big plays down the field and the deep yeah. thing again with Russell Wilson. I'd be nervous about him. Even I don't. I, again. What the the alternative is? What happens if he's still on the Seahawks and he's got Drew
1: Lock throwing him the ball? Yeah. And then you're you're worried. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah,
2: you know that's a risky run. But lucky,
1: Am I yeah. rolling the dice. Exactly. Uh,
0: Noah offense now in Seattle again. Noah Fant last year was in that borderline wide receiver one area, hovering around ten to twelve. Um, Stock's down.
2: Tight end. Yeah, we're, is we're, it though? T- yeah, he's still in because that tight in Yeah, because
1: Seattle re-signed, I think it was Disley. Can you double-check that? Yeah. Uh, Will Disley to a contract that um, puts him among the, the top ten paid at the position. So I'm a little concerned about his usage. Right, Will Disley hasn't done much, but why are they committing that much, posi- much money to the tight end position while also bringing in no Fan?
2: So, yeah, Disley signed through 2024. Um, What's this? Eight, uh, th- three years, $24 million. Uh, $8 million a year. Yeah, $8 million a year. Guaranteed at signing... Ten and a quarter. I don't now. know.
0: They've had Will Disley on their roster for years now and, and hardly used him. So he had that hardly. one
2: good, s- yeah,
0: four game traction I mean, that just, one season. You put
2: him on the field. <laughs> really, the
1: Saints, uh,
0: my, my my biggest guess. My biggest guess is you don't. I don't know that you want either of them. But it looks like they might be running the ball.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like that. That's why you get
2: two tight ends like that. Which is why, if you were smart, you picked up Rashad Penny off waivers last year. Yeah. Uh, Rashad Penny, uh
0: to the moon. To, to the moon.
1: For now. We'll see what they do in the draft. Yeah, it's
0: I mean, it's hard with the whole offense to how effective is their offense gonna be with if again, with if Drew Locke is their quarterback going into the season, or even if it's a rookie quarterback, how often are they, they going to be in scoring position? How often are they gonna be in position to just run the ball if if they've got a rookie quarterback or Drew Locke leading them? It seems like they might be behind and they might have to throw, even though they're trying not to. So, I mean, do you know um, Pete
1: Carroll? He will run the ball.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Rashad Penny, uh, RB two for me. I don't know how you feel about it, Rich.
1: Yeah, but we'll see.
2: That's a dude. It's uh, he's either RB two or he is completely irrelevant. Yeah, it feels like yes. you know what, dude. That what they? I mean, I have no idea what their draft looks like. Uh, I can't say I'm tapped into what's going on with the Seahawks, but. Um,
0: they and, are the Seahawks.
2: That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm uh, saying. Like, I have no. I don't know who they're going to draft. I have no idea. We don't. They've know got plenty gonna of happen. capital. What's going to happen with Chris Carson? Like, who knows? Like, yeah. he might. He's either playing or his his career could possibly be over. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that it, all, yeah. I don't know. If if you have Penny, you know, and you can bait somebody into giving you some good draft capital, I would take that possibly. Um, but, I mean, this is his value after popping off at the end of this last season has not been... At, this is the highest it's been since he was a rookie, I'm assuming. It's probably as high as sell so, him while you can. Yeah, sell him while you can. Uh, so, yeah, he's on a one-year deal. So,
0: again, uh, RB2 looks like it's probably a ceiling. Um, you know, do with that what you will. Anything else as far as this goes? Um, uh, any other ripple effects? How this affects the league Whether as far as, you know... NFL or fantasy wise, anything you want to mention, Rich? Uh,
1: No. No? Alright, well,
0: let's move on then to the next big quarterback deal to happen, and that was Deshaun Watson was traded from the Houston Texans to the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns received in return three first round picks, a 2023 third round pick, and a 2024 fourth round pick in exchange for Watson and a 2024 fifth round pick. So, They really only got one pick this year, but a lot of that has to do with stuff that was going on off the field, in addition to that they had to sign Deshaun Watson to a five-year $230 million deal, all of which is fully guaranteed. So, without getting too deep into anything not football-related, Rich, just your general thoughts on, on the move.
1: Incredible price and contract, fully guaranteed, you don't see that. In, in, oh. in the NFL.
0: Kirk Cousins got his three-year $100 million guarantee. That's where I think all of this quarterback stuff went on. When somebody decided they were going to pay that much money for an average quarterback, and now you see all this money that has to be dumped into quarterbacks and other positions. Thirty
1: million, fully guaranteed. Fully
0: guaranteed, yeah. And uh, uh, coincidentally structured in a way that if he, for some reason, doesn't play this season due to suspension or otherwise... He still receives a lot of his money because it was in a signing bonus, as opposed to the base salary. The Browns, is the Browns claim it's because of how it affects the cap. It's a lesser cap hit when it's part of a signing bonus versus a base salary. But you know, the alternative is also if you are suspended or miss games, you know, you lose money from your base salary. You don't lose the money from your signing bonus. So even if he were to be suspended for the season, he would still have all the money he got in his signing bonus and just lose out on a base salary or about. million or something like that uh so uh flip side of that is the browns now are in an awkward position where baker mayfield is still on the roster uh it's an awkward situation the nfl media is coming down really hard on baker for some outrageous reason that i don't fully understand um it doesn't make any sense to me. Deshaun Watson demanded a trade and didn't play all of last season because he didn't want to play for the Houston Texans. And, like, this, ha- he didn't play last season not because of a suspension or on an exempt list or anything to do with off the field. He didn't play last season for the Houston Texans because he didn't want to play last season for the Houston Texans. And he forced his way out and got a huge new deal. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill have recently forced a way out. Aaron Rodgers was causing this drama these past few years. All these other people are, are making demands for trade and they're getting their way forced out. And Baker Mayfield is just the only one who seems to be getting hammered and annihilated for it. And I, I just, I, I don't get it because I feel like of all of them that he he might have the most justification to feel as upset as he is when he came in. And he he saved a franchise that had been lost for 30 years. He won them their first playoff game in decades. Uh, he committed to being the face of the city, the face of the team, the face of the franchise and played through, uh, he, after he won you a playoff game last year, he then comes back in this year and plays through injuries knowing that you're looking at another quarterback because the Browns started looking at Deshaun Watson in October and November. Baker Mayfield was hurt, and he decided he was still going to play through the injuries to give his team a chance to make the playoffs. And then this team was aggressively pursuing Deshaun Watson. This isn't just like the other teams that were looking at Deshaun Watson. They flew their brass out to meet Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson had to go and visit everybody else. The Texans or the Browns flew their brass out to go meet Deshaun Watson. And after they were told they were out of it, they continued to pursue Deshaun Watson. So. I just uh, I don't I don't like the way the Baker's getting slammed. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't seem fair. Rich, I know you're a big Baker guy. I I imagine you agree with all that. Free Baker. Yeah, Free Baker. Free Baker.
2: Um, yeah, well, I mean, this, this is this is, this is a situation. What? Let him
1: get cut so we can go sign with the Steelers. Right, didn't yeah.
2: Happen. I mean, Krubisky is, the, the, is going to be the MVP there. I, I don't He's know if he can compete with
1: <laughs> Baker, and, you know, We'll see who wins the job. Um, they're
2: going to have to trade him for little,
0: like whether or not they want. like the, His his $18 he, he, million is guaranteed. Buying. They're his, in a bond. His $18 million is guaranteed. If they cut him, they still have to pay $18 even so if he signs with another team. They're in
1: a bond. Teams know that he has to be traded. They also know his $18 million is fully guaranteed. So they have to take so, on $18 million and it, or the or the Browns right. do, and the so Browns can't. Do you want me to take that contract? I need something else with Baker Mayfield, kind of like an Osweiler situation, or the Browns are going to have to eat some of that money to move him.
0: Right. And the Browns kind of put themselves in a the situation, too, with the way they went about it, mm-hmm. and then but, the, and then openly declaring that they weren't going to trade Baker, and then reports out there about him needing to be an adult or be mature or whatever. Those you know, Everybody
1: knows I, he needs to be moved, so no one is in a hurry. And, and to, to give up considerable assets to acquire Baker Mayford, they, they know he, he has to get moved. So yeah. why am I going to offer up prime assets to, to get him? He's got to yeah. get moved you're going to end up cutting them. (laughs) And I think it's crazy
0: because the the mainstream media is all talking, the NFL and ESPN and all of them are talking about how Baker made the wrong move and he has no leverage or anything. I was like, I don't think the Browns have any leverage left in this situation. I think they're going to have to eat something to get rid of Baker Mayfield. And, you know, he can be on a team for one year and then have a chance to go somewhere and be successful. And if you don't think that Baker could re-get somewhere, I mean, Mitch Trubisky is a starting quarterback. Marcus Mariota is a starting quarterback at this moment in time for teams. So somebody's going to give Baker
2: Mayfield a chance to start.
1: We'll see how much Cleveland wants him out of the locker room. So, yeah.
2: Rick, you want to see him go to the Steelers? That's that's yeah, that's where I want uh, to go. I mean, that, that, that probably, you know, I think a lot of Steelers fans would be happy with that. What about you, Ryan? Do you have a landing spot that you'd like to see him go, like somewhere you think that would be a good fit for him?
0: I don't know. The only two teams that need a starting quarterback as far as going into this season are the Panthers and the uh, Seahawks. And, you know, the Panthers are, are claiming that they're not interested in Baker Mayfield, and the Seahawks are claiming that they're good with Drew Locke. I also Who's think that. Who's playing
2: the... quarterback for the Panthers this year? Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold. Why? Sammy D. No, it's going to be Kenny Pickett. They're taking Kenny Pickett at six. Okay. All right. Well, enough speculation, I think, on uh, Baker Mayfield uh, for now, I guess, at okay. this point. So
0: now let's look at the skill players on Cleveland. So.
2: Stocks up, stocks up, Oh, across the board. Yeah, even though we, you guys are, are Baker stands. Yeah, it stocks. It's up. still stocks up. So so up what he's gone it, it it is,
1: it, is what it is. Like you know, is Sean Watson. You know, I'm not denying that there's a talent
0: wrong. increase. I just yeah. think that Baker's being done wrong by by, by the, the org- media. Yeah, yeah. Like they're that they're, active, they're like, it seems to be like an active campaign against to like bring Baker's value down or like discredit Baker, and I, I don't like it. So, Fair enough. uh,
1: but. Well, the players, but let's talk about the play. So, hang
0: on. So, let's talk, so stocks up. Nick Chubb has been borderline RB1. He's been in a 10 to 12 range, 10 to 14 range.
1: You just expect more touchdowns. The offense is going to be better. There's just more work for him.
0: So, how how much higher is he climbing though? I don't know if I can put him in the top 5, 6. I don't know. See, I think you
1: know, I'm, I'm always higher on Chubb than the average. Right. See, I
0: think he stays kind of in that range. I think it's just more more secure. He's five or six for me. More, more. He always is. More, more in the ten range and less in the fourteen range is what I'm saying. So still in the same general area. That was hell. Yeah. You
1: know, I imagine Chubb because Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt have,
0: is still there and Kareem passes. Hunt is the pass catching back. And the, the again, these two are just going to eat into each other's work. And I think that's going to be the problem. So I still have Chubb in the ten to twelve range, and I have Kareem Hunt.
1: Yeah, but the the offense borderline RB two RB to go around. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they're going to they're always going to eat into each other's work, but. With the offense being better, moving the ball more, there's more work to go around. So more volume. Keep in mind,
0: everyone. Deshaun Watson is going to eat into yeah. the rushing into the rushing game as well. So you know yeah, he's he's, he's a runner in himself. Yeah, 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 he, yeah he's going to eat into the run game a bit himself. Um, and then the pass catchers. So here's the problem with the pass catchers. Most of them from last year are gone. Uh, OBJ yeah, is gone. Landry is gone. Higgins gone. They've got Amari Cooper. Uh, they still have Donovan Peoples-Jones. I guess he would be their number two at this yeah, moment in time. Um, the, the we'll talk about. It. I think they added some people in free agency. Draft. Yeah, that's right. I think they're going to add one in the draft, especially with Amari Cooper getting up there in age. I believe he's 28, 29. and they're going to need to add a wide receiver. So what's so so with that? So how how high are you on Amari Cooper then for this season? Let's say they don't add a wide receiver and Amari Cooper is the number one wide receiver. Where's our Amari Cooper coming for you? Wide receiver one, wide receiver two.
1: He's wide receiver one. Wide receiver one. He, he was a, if he, he, not the wide receiver one, but a wide receiver.
0: A wide receiver. So a top ten wide receiver in yes. the NFL are in that range. Yes.
1: If there's no and, one else, if it's him, DPJ, and, and Njoku, like, yeah. And who, like Anthony Swartz? Yeah. yeah. Give me Cooper all day yeah again i I
0: there's just so many wide receivers out there with good quarterbacks i I and that just just better younger wide receivers I think where I have a hard time getting Amari Cooper into the top 10 I think he'd be a top 15 but I don't know if I can go top 10 with Amari cooper but again here's what, when we talk wide receiver one. There's like a tier of five wide receivers, and then a top five, and then your next five wide receivers that you want to have in the top ten. There's like a group of ten wide receivers yeah, that you could put 10, in that right. wide receiver f- six to ten range. So uh, again, I, I think Amari Cooper is more in the in the back end, closer to the wide receiver fifteen, but still a very usable wide receiver one for your fantasy purposes.
2: Right, and how how old is he now? Do we do we know if has... twenty eight or twenty nine? let's here. But anyway, I mean, like he's a guy. Like if if I have him, like I'm happy about him going to play with Deshaun. For sure. a situation. But yeah, um, yeah. oh yeah, no, his like, stocks are definitely yeah, up because yeah.
1: from you know Gal. What was he last year? Wide receiver three. C.D. Lamb eating into targets with yeah. that. With, you know. And now he's like a full blown wide receiver I'm with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, who I, I view as an upgrade over Dak Prescott. I mean, yeah, no, definitely, I and that's what I'm saying. He
0: was a wide receiver th- again. I have him as a top fifteen. He wasn't. He hasn't been a top fifteen wide receiver. He definitely wasn't a top fifteen wide receiver last year. So, so no. again, it's, this is stocks up. It's all
2: relative to Did it's you find out. Yeah, it's all name? gravy. You
1: don't add anybody else. He could be primed for a monster season. Mark
2: Cooper. I feel that. Yeah. So, uh, it's also still a run heavy team. Is that uh, what else we got for uh, the Browns and Shaw Watson? Anything there?
0: Um, no, uh, again, there's Donovan Peoples Jones. We'll see. If he, he's uh, flat. He's flashed yeah. at
2: times, but I don't know. It's definitely I, th- I, mean, I think this seen? is gonna be a big. I think this is his. Well, this is his chance. This is what's well, his chance. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna. He's gonna bust out. I think. Yeah, I think he so. I, I don't know if. I don't know. I don't know where he finished last year. It was almost irrelevant. Like yeah. I mean, it, well, he he's maybe if you have a deep leg. A flex guy, you're not. He's probably not a weekly starter. I think this year, he's like probably a, a. I think he's gonna at least get into that tier where he's like wide receiver three on your team. You know, he's a guy that you can. Maybe not confidently start, but he could be, a, I, I could see him being a real boomer bust guy, you know, because he, it's nice to have those guys sometimes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you hope they boom it, it, Especially they compared to, because he's been busting, so. <laughs> it,
0: I, I have him in our dynasty league, and just so everyone at home knows for context, our dynasty league is one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, and then three flex spots in addition to a tight end and I had Donovan Peoples Jones on it and he is exact he was a dart throw he was either he, he he's going to get he's going to be 0 points or he might get you know 15 to 20 points because he catches two huge passes for a touchdown in like 70 some yards yeah, so gotta
1: see more uh, but though. that was
0: but those but there was only like 3 or 4 of those games last year and he I started him a few times and it yeah, cost flashed. me so he, he flashed but
2: he could be an under the underrated guy yeah, too. Yeah, you again with the way off, like, often, I, I, I would. Deshaun be, Watson
0: completely yeah. changes that offense. Or right. I hope he completely I hope they don't keep running that same offense they were running with yeah, Baker mean, and them there last year. Because people
2: just just not everybody might have faith in DPJ just because Watson's there now. I mean, I if I could get him for something cheap, you know, I don't think his price tag is going to be even a late first. Like you, I don't no. think you got to pay late first to get him. Like I think you. Throw a second and something else, or you know, I think he would be a good guy to target. Like if I could. Second or third, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm hitching, I'm hitching my wagon to DPJ for just a tier upgrade. At least I'm gonna throw him
0: on the block in our dynasty league and see what these monsters try to offer. Okay, let's uh, let's
2: we'll 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 (laughs) we'll, we'll (laughs) circle back. They're gonna throw a fifth round pick in
0: 2024 at me.
2: Circle back. All right, let's let's move on. So those were the three.
0: Those were the three big quarterback moves. uh, Let's go through some of the other ones. So uh, the big next biggest move that happened was Tom Brady decides to unretire and he's returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Goat is back. The goat is back. There was a flurry of moves that happened after that for the Buccaneers. It's Leonard Fournette. Um, but so I don't know. Can we can we say stocks up because their stocks should kind of be the same as they were last year? They, I mean, it stocks oh. up as in it's better than yeah. what it was at the end of the season when you thought Brady was retired. But it's still, they're kind of going to be where they were about last year, I'd imagine, right? Leonard Fournette will be around a the top 10 running back, especially now with no uh, Ronald Jones or Giovanni Bernard there. Um, you've got Mike Evans. Chris Godwin's going to need some time to recover and get back there. But, you know... Uh, they it, it, added Russell Gage. They added Russell Gage, so... Uh, the
2: biggest winner in all of us. Yeah, Russell
0: Gage is probably the biggest winner. He goes from being on the Falcons and... Even if it's you know he was the number one on the Falcons last year, but that offense didn't have much, any uh, I think he's better suited for that number two role behind Mike Evans, and we'll see what they do at the tight end position because at the moment Rob Gronkowski is still a free well, agent.
2: There is still going to be a lot of balsaphy there. You got Evans, obviously. I know Godwin's God, not going to be, be most likely be ready week one, but he's going to be back. I think. I think he. I think he got hurt in what December? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he plays fourteen games this year. Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm, he got hurt a, in December. Right? We don't have any doctors here, mm-hmm. so <laughs> but it's tipi- But the
0: ACLs are typically a nine month recovery. So that's what I'm asking. He got right. hurt in December. He should miss September, and he might be back in October. But what point October? So yeah. I imagine him missing the first four games in September. I got you. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but they just they throw a lot too, and Tom Brady's just a better passer than Matt Ryan is, even with the age at the moment. And so. I don't know, I, I just, again, I think Russell Gage, when he was given the shot to be number one last year, performed uh, pretty adequately. You know, he wasn't, like, blow the charts off. I'm not, he's not going to be a wide receiver one, um, but he's, he's a solid wide receiver three, I I'd imagine. Yeah. All right. Um, and then Mike Evans still a wide receiver one. Chris Guy, when the back, should be competing for that wide receiver one role as well, uh, or area as well. Again, those two, just with all the mouths to feed there, they both might finish closer to a wide receiver 15 but they should again if you, if they if they're your wide if one of them's wide your wide receiver one on your fantasy team you're you're in good shape uh next move that happened Carson Wentz was traded to the commanders uh the Colts get back a 2023 th- or 2022 third and a 2023 third round pick that can become a second if uh, if Carson Wentz plays a certain number of uh, snaps, and then a they did a 2022 second-round swap. So they swapped their picks in the, se- in the second round for this upcoming draft.
1: Commander
0: Carson. Uh, so I, I know you're, you're down on, on Carson as a quarterback in general, but as far as the commanders go... I mean, he's an upgrade in the situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's mean, crazy, crazy that like best, best quarterback, quarterback ever. Yeah, he
1: might be. I mean, he might be. He
0: might be the best quarterback Terry McLaurin has
1: has had. So I mean, it might be a little disrespect to Alex Smith.
0: Yeah, that's
1: true. But I mean, was Alex Smith? Unfortunately,
0: nervous? Alex Smith was coming back from that injury, yeah. so he performed well. But I mean, he just couldn't be. He wasn't performing the level he'd been performing when he was with the Chiefs. Even even though he did perform well when he came back from that leg injury. Uh, so, Terry McLaurin, he had a down season last year. Uh, I think he should be
1: back in the wide receiver two conversation. Uh, Wentz will chuck that thing, and and Terry McLaurin can catch them contested catches and them jump balls. So, I mean, it's possible. I'm not saying it's likely, but it's possible that Terry McLaurin, he, he could be in for a wide receiver one finish.
0: My concern was is just how up and down Wentz's performance is. Like, you know, with Michael Pittman last year, as somebody who had Michael Pittman in a redraft league, I – I could never start him on the right week. It was like you know, the week I start him, he doesn't put up any points. And I, I sit him the next week, and then Carson Wentz throws him, and he goes off. Then I start him, and then he's down. And I'm like, well, and then he has a good week, and I'm like, I'm gonna wait because last time he had a good week, he followed up with a bad week, and he has two good weeks in a row. And I'm like, all right, I'll put him back in, and then he has a da- it, like. It was just driving me insane. So
2: yeah, there's nothing like I don't know, man. Uh, at the end of the day, I just can't get like hype about Terry. Does I mean? You know, so there's, there's going to be people that believe year. in him. I don't think he's – I think he's solid. Bringing in Carson, yeah, it's an upgrade, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, feels like the – Kind your, of like the Joe Mixon
1: situation for years. Everybody's saying this is the year he's going to break out. Yeah, Or, like, the Zach Ertz situation a few years back. Like, this is the year. This is the year, man. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Could
2: uh, it be this year? Do you want Scary Terry on your team? As a wide receiver two or three? Yeah, as a but like you well, know, if if he was a like, lot of times fourth
1: wide receiver on my team. You know, if he's yeah, already if on your, if, if, if my first or my second, yeah. not really.
2: If it, you know, I don't know. I, I don't feel like compared to having him at the beginning of last season, I don't feel any better about it. I'm not try to acquire. Like, to acquire yeah, well, I mean, you've got again, to he's, do that.
0: again, his quarterback plays kind of hampered him.
2: Yeah, I get um, it. No, I get that. But what I'm saying is, you're getting Carson Wentz out there, guys. Like, you're not getting Deshaun Watson. In Carson Wentz. Yeah,
1: but again, he will chuck that thing.
2: He will chuck that thing. I get it. It's fantasy is different than real life football players. They
1: can lose the game.
2: Yeah. But still put up points for fantasy. I get it. I I don't don't know. Maybe I'll eat my words on that. I have scary Terry just. Uh, Again. Just whatever to me, man. (laughs) He's whatever. I don't. I don't want him. I don't. I don't want him on my team. It's too. It's too much. I I don't want him as my wide receiver one. Yeah. Uh, Probably want him as a two to three. Good luck with, good luck with Carson.
0: Uh, Antonio Gibson, we thought he was going to be free for a minute. They re-signed J D. McKissick. He's not free. He's got Carson at quarterback. Car- uh, Carson apparently loves to audible out of run plays. The the uh,
1: Antonio Gibson celebration lasted what a whole three days. J <laughs> so, D. McKissick came right on back.
0: Yeah. So uh, Gibson. Uh, <sighs> I don't know, RB two, yeah. borderline RB two, RB three in that area. It's kind of the same where
1: McNairns RB R, wide receiver two, wide receiver three. Maybe uh, bringing um, Carson once, and he brings that uh, Jonathan Taylor magic with him. Yeah. And gives it to Antonio Gibson.
0: You know, if you have, if you have a specific strategy where you're you're you know you kind of wait on running backs, you know, but that Gibson as your as your RB two, I think you're in good shape, um, especially <laughs> the way running back plays out. But uh, I don't, I don't see, I don't know, I don't see a top ten for a season for him like we were thinking he might have last year. So uh, let's move on. We've got a uh, with the Colts getting rid of Carson Wentz, they had to bring somebody in, and they brought in Matt Ryan. So is this an upgrade for the Colts pass catchers and the Colts offense? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Michael Pittman, where do you view him at this year? Is he going to be steadier than he was last year, but yeah, not as high as a um, ceiling, or
1: expecting this to just be more consistent? Um, we'll see who else they add. Um, there's some, you know, uh, speculation they might try and draft somebody or target, you know, <clears throat> Julio Jones who's still available. Um, we'll see. Um, but Pittman, uh, wide receiver too. Maybe. maybe Yeah, I think he's a good young guy to have
2: on your dynasty team if you have him. I think he's solid. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a hold. You know, I think you got to still, you know, a lot of times, you know, with the receivers, it's, we've been, obviously, this has been uh, a repetitive, uh, a repeated thing in the dynasty community. You know, we've been spoiled with the guys like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Like, a lot of times, you know, you don't see guys come out. Do that kind Fire of stuff. Like so that. I think Pittman, like, I think he's, you know, he's starting to ramp up. He's probably, you know, he's now he's got this will be year three, yeah, right? So, yeah, so it's, you know, it's, I think it's his time to, he's got a, a veteran quarterback. Yeah, this could very well be his breakout uh, year. Yeah, so. I don't, I'm not expecting him to, you know, be top tier guy, but he, I think that he develops into, you know, he could be a, a top 20. Just to give
0: perspective for everybody out there, because I think, like you said, we kind of forget about the wide receivers. Devontae Adams, I don't think, had 1,000 yards until his fourth season. It was his third or fourth. He didn't do much in his first two seasons there yeah, with Bay. He dropped the, a lot of passes. Early yeah, in his career. and he's one of the best wide receivers out there now. So this, I, I just think we have a little bit of revisionist history because – I know with the Packers, too, and this is kind of sidetracking a D-round, but I hear a lot of people saying the Packers aren't going to take a wide receiver in the first round because they historically haven't done it, and they give all the examples of the wide receivers they drafted. But then you go back and look at it, and they're like, you know, Greg Jennings and Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams, and I'm like, yes, but if you look, it was like when they drafted Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings was already on the roster, already had a wide receiver one. When they drafted Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson was already on the roster, so it was Randall Cobb. like. They took those later round wide receivers because they had a wide receiver one on the roster. They don't have one now, and I think that they're going to change their strategy, especially considering that they have two first and two second round picks. So they're going to take wide receiver early. Sorry for the sidetrack tangent, but uh, back to Matt Ryan and the Colts, Michael Pittman. Uh, it's just an upgrade for all the Colts. Their whole,
1: I think they're Sto- expecting their offense to be better and more consistent. For
0: this season, then, uh, Michael Pittman or Terry McLaurin?
2: <laughs> Ooh. Pittman. Mike says Pittman. Pittman, 100%. Pittman, 100%. A pay. You can, you can uh, – if if I'm you, I'm sure if, if you see somebody – if you have Scary Terry and you see Pittman on our team, send it. Turn Straight up, dude. Straight up. Give me, t- give me Terry. Rich said, is I'm Terry still McLaurd. expecting the
1: Coles to add somebody, so I don't know what uh, – Give me Terry. I'm fine. Give me Terry. I don't know. I think the Commanders We'll circle back on this. I and think the Commanders might add
0: somebody as yeah. well though, but I don't know if he's going to compete to be the wide receiver 1 or just a wide receiver 2 uh for the season. Give me give me McLaurin only because the Commanders I think will throw more than the Colts will because the Colts will run a lot with Jonathan Taylor there. That's volume. Yeah.
2: yeah. Hey, I, I, maybe what I'm saying is stupid.
0: Uh, i say, uh, no, say a lot of stupid things. It
2: remains to be seen. Yeah, it remains to be you know, seen. Only
1: time will tell.
0: Yeah. All right, so both of them in the wide receiver, two wide receiver, three range, and depending on you who you ask, you could have either one of them. Uh, moving along, uh, next time in the fall, Mount Ryan has gone from the Falcons, so the Falcons decide to sign
1: Marcus Mariota. Two years, $18.75 million. Makes sense. Their head coach, uh, Arthur Smith, was there in, in Tennessee when Marcus Mariota was there. So the, the relationship, uh, the connection is, is there. It exists. So it, it makes sense. as him as a bridge quarterback. I mean, they could be in play for Malik Willis, too, for uh, so he could sit and develop for a couple of years. Um, we'll see. But it, I like it as a signing overall. I'm not sure really what it does to their value. because uh, going does mean, this do anything fantasy-wise? Uh, it's a wait and see. Like outside of Kyle
0: Pitts. They have, <laughs> they, they, they have <laughs> Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson. So, I mean, I we'll thought
2: was playing quarterback this year. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Cordero's gonna be playing wide receiver at this point. He's gonna be lining,
1: lining To recap out.
0: for everybody at home, Calvin Ridley suspended for the entire twenty twenty two season because he was betting on games when he was uh, away from the team and you're not allowed to bet on games in any fashion when you're an NFL player. So he's he's done for the whole season. Um, so Russell Gage is gone. Uh Olamade's Olamade Zacchaeus is their only returning wide receiver on the team. And then they have Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson. And you can so. bait
2: somebody in to that, that's the keyest thing, man. I don't know. Last you year I was, I, I was, me. I, was a, I was a huge doubter last year. S- Oh know. He's so, wide receiver one. No, so the Falcons are going to take. So no, <laughs> Just no. The, the,
0: the Falcons are going to take a wide receiver with their eighth overall pick, and then they're going to take a quarterback next year. The Falcons aren't going to say it, but the Falcons are tanking because the Falcons don't. They don't even need to try to tank. They're they 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 don't have an offense. They have holes all over the defense. They need to acquire picks. They should have done this last year. And, and no offense, instead of taking Kyle Pitts, they probably should have taken one of the quarterbacks there at, at four as opposed to taking Kyle Pitts and start to rebuild there when you still had Calvin Ridley somewhat available and you had Russell Gage. But, I mean, like, you know, what? if you're a free agent, what's your incentive to go to the Atlanta Falcons? You know, what What are you looking at if you go there? Money. 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 <laughs> that's and it. Money. And I don't know that they have a Put whole lot of Put the bag on the table. And, and yeah. that's the thing. I don't know that they have a whole lot of money to throw around. We could double-check yeah, that. Yeah, I'll here. <laughs>
2: See where they're
1: at, but they. It's
2: funny because the last thing that we checked uh, when I pulled up this was also the Falcons uh, cap last time we talked about it. Oh, we for all forgot it. That face. Yeah, well the Falcons are pretty forgettable. So yeah, absolutely. So
0: again, um, Kyle Pitts still a tight end one and one that you can start comfortably on a weekly basis. I don't know how many tight ends you would have that would be better than Kyle Pitts, but if you have Kyle Pitts, start Kyle Pitts. Um. Other than that, uh, we'll let you know after the draft which Falcons wide receivers you might want to be considering. And. Do we have
2: it? Let's see. Oh, they're over the cap. Yeah, they are over the cap by about $10 million, <laughs> $9.5 <a> <laughs> So, wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's that dead cat pit. Look at that dead cat pit. Yeah, dead, yeah
0: 62 mil. So, yeah. so yeah, like I was saying, they they don't have money to – it's not like they can overpay for people to come to their team like the Jaguars did. They, they, there's no incentive for any anybody to go there for any reason. They're going to have to draft and rebuild a team. I don't think it makes sense to draft a rookie quarterback who's not ready this year and throw him on a team that's also not ready this year. So that's why I think that they wait for a quarterback for next year and they, they add some – some, some, playmakers and fill in some other holes in the draft this year and let Mario to be a lame duck quarterback. It is
2: brutal out there, uh having owning any Falcons players, that's all I gotta say. Yeah. We'll
0: see again work. Kyle Pitts should still be a tight Kyle end. Kyle Pitts uh, yeah, that's that's, that's it. it. Yeah. And I don't I I don't expect Cordero Patterson's repeat. We've already position. spent enough
2: time on the Falcons. Yeah. yeah. So Alright,
0: so uh the Saints re-sign uh Jameis Winston two year deal, twenty eight million dollars.
1: Uh well, you think Michael Thomas should be back. Is he?
2: Should be. Yeah, we'll see what happens. How long we've been out. hearing that? I think that's another buy right there. It could be. I think that's a buy. I think if you can get Michael Thomas, I know it's, it's risky. It's risky, yeah. but I think you know if you're if you're down to make a risky move, if you got if you got it's the yeah uh, to get the biscuit. You know? Yeah, exactly, dude. I think I think you go for Michael Thomas right now. I know. Uh, I'm no the exact shaky. opposite.
0: Yeah. I, I think if someone's willing to buy a Michael Thomas, sell Michael Thomas. He's. Yeah. I'm not buying him for a first. Uh, now maybe I am for a late first. If someone will give me a first for Michael Thomas, take a first for Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is 29. He's played of the 33 games he could have played over the past two seasons, yeah. he appeared in seven. I'm not right.
2: buying him if I'm re- in a if I'm in a rebuild. But if I'm a contender and I just consider that make the playoffs and anything, anything can happen. Why not? Just keep him sure. mind. I don't mi- know. Dude, at the same time, too, I wrote, really, would, would he, I sell? Would I buy a early first? Yeah, exactly.
0: He He's missed 26 games over the past two seasons. He's 29. So uh, I believe I was hearing before, you know, how many wide
2: receivers over 30 finished in the top 20 in production? None. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm wide receiver, if I'm late on wide receiver and I have my 24 first, 2024 first maybe. I'm going it <laughs> that's 2024 first for Michael Thomas. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You get immediate return value. Um, you could recoup some of that later. I don't know. That's the thing. His 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 value is going to plummet. You know if. I don't know. It's risky, but I like it.
0: I'm also concerned. Sean Payton is gone. Don't know if this offense going to look white look like. Yes, Jameis Winston likes to throw the ball over the place, but Michael Thomas has t- partic- uh, typically been a volume wide receiver he just catches a lot of slants and quick throws he's not really the deep down the field again coming off the injuries and being old I don't know that that's really going to be his thing I don't know that he's going to be Mike Evans or Chris Godwin um so yeah I'm I'm not big on Mike Thomas Mike Thomas I he's he's a flex play at best for me and I, I wouldn't count on him to be like Sometimes you draft a third wide receiver with like, man. Even if this, if even if he's not my wide receiver one or two, I'm starting this guy on my flex on a weekly basis. That's not how I feel about Michael Thomas. Uh, Michael Thomas would be a, a draft late and, and wait and see him produce with Jameis Winston and this new offense before I decide that. Because, uh, you know,
2: I'm taking the late. Man. I'm taking um. Uh, in my auction I'm I'm definitely seeing if I can pick him up. Once the time comes and we see the Right numbers. We yeah. also have to see,
0: Alvin, Car- Alvin Kamara may be going to jail. So <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not forget we'll that. that yeah, Alvin Kamara was arrested for assault, yeah. and there, there's video evidence of this. Like, this isn't going away. I know everything else has happened, but this, you know. So if Alvin Kamara's gone and your only weapon there is Mike Thomas, because I don't even know who they have at tight end anymore. I mean, like, everyone's just going to cover. I just, I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not high on the Saints, so uh moving right al- anything you want to add about james winston or uh michael thomas or any of the saints pass catchers i think the saints uh, could be in the market for a wide receiver in the draft as well yeah. um so uh we'll move on then we already talked about baker earlier so we'll see what uh, happens we'll there. see what happens with him uh next quarterback move mitch trubisky to the steelers two-year deal 14.25 million up to 27 million dollars with incentives so that's you know, he could potentially double his contract if he meets all the incentives. I think that includes, like, making the playoffs and maybe a playoff winner, so I, I don't know the specific details. Uh, what sign. does this do for the Steelers' pass catchers? Deontay mm-hmm. Johnson, Chase Claypool, Najee Harris, Pat, Pat Fryerman.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We don't know what the volume's going to be, but Trubisky did check down a lot uh, in Chicago, so Najee Harris could see a lot of volume. Um, some of the underneath routes, Deontay uh, Johnson runs, you could st- still see some of that steady volume. But it remains to be seen if he's going to get peppered like, like he did when with, with Big Ben um, there. <clears throat> but, I mean, I think it's a boost to, to a guy like Chase Claypool because, you know, he doesn't have a quarterback with a wet noodle as an arm anymore. He's got someone who can actually throw the ball further than 10 yards down the field. Yeah, no disrespect. No disrespect, He's a hall of famer, hall of famer hall. but I mean, sometimes you know you got to hang it up. Yeah, he's leader, old too. He's it's, old. Yeah. Before it's talking too talking late. About the noodle you know? arm reference. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I wasn't gonna be the guy who was
0: like, and all due respect to the guy, he was a you know, but like he's when you're gonna you state he that he's is, but, like, you know, but you just went right into noodle arm, and I was like, well, let's 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 try to
1: balance that a little bit. I shouldn't. I don't apologize for anything. Uh, uh we'll cut that, cut the apologies? Right. Yeah, we're
2: no, yeah, we're Leave we're, the Noodle Arm, cut the apology. We're we're cutting the cut to the cut of the apology. Okay. The apology stays.
0: So, uh Deontay Johnson I've no. used a <laughs> cut Deontay Johnson I've used a wide receiver too. I don't know that I see him as a wide receiver one necessarily, but I think like a solid wide receiver too, like not one of those wide receiver twos where you put in there and you're like, eh, I might have a better option on the bench. I think he's solidly a guy you can put in every week in your starting lineup
2: and feel good about it. Um, yeah, I, I gotta go ahead and say, hard disagree. Wide receiver eight last year with Big Ben. Doesn't matter who comes and plays quarterback there he's as long always as open. as long as he can throw the ball and as long as he can clean up some of his drops, which uh, drops are a big complaint. But he his drop rate is not like insane. But I think he catches a few more balls. I think we're looking at a top five guy this year. Okay. Yeah.
0: Bold. See. Respect. So we're a little. Dis- see, I think they're going to add another wide receiver in the draft because the Steelers always like to have three wide receivers that they can throw to. That might into some of the things again. I don't know that he'll get the volume that he got last year, which I think will be a, a slight downgrade for him. And I think they're going to try to improve the offensive line and, and and run more efficiently so they don't have to throw as much. So I just don't know that the volume is going to be there to put him up in there. Uh, again, I it just you got to think of some of the other wide receivers that are out there as well when you're going to say he's going to be a wide receiver five. You're pushing, you know, there there's some guys in there that I don't, I don't know how I'm throwing them out of the top five when I'm thinking them off the top of my head. Cooper Cup, uh, you know, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, you know, uh, are you throwing one of those guys out of the top five? I just gave you three right there. Deontay Johnson making it in over, you know, I know Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill got traded, but... You know, or are we are we putting Deontay Johnson over them?
1: I, I, I don't know. Probably not, but he could, I, I mean, he could he could conceivably uh, finish. Not right now, but that's why that's why I'm a believer. Yeah, I don't know if I would say confidently that he will do that right now, as as Mike is. But See, it's possible. So, so again, remember
0: we talked about the t- no. the ten wide receivers that could fill into that wide receiver six to ten range. I feel like he's more towards the back end of those ten those ten wide receivers that could be those in the top ten. So. Again, I think he'll finish 10-15 to 15 on a weekly basis, but I, I don't know if he finishes a top-five wide receiver at the end of the year. By Deontay Johnson. By Deontay Johnson.
2: Moving on. Um, who uh, else we got over there? Who else do we have
0: on the Steelers? Or we We've even, got we Najee Harris about.
1: and Pat fryer Move. Uh, I think it's a boost to them with Trubisky. We'll see what happens. Um, but Najee
0: Harris' boost really needs to come from them improving the offensive line.
1: I mean, catch a few more passes, too, though. I won't complain. Yeah, I, he was still a pretty
0: solid pass catcher, though, last year, right? And I think he still had, like, 50 receptions. Yeah, about close six, to fifty-five,
1: 7. Yeah, like so, they, I mean,
0: you know? that's still a pretty heavy volume. Uh, yeah, good luck buying Najee Harris. Najee Harris is one of those top guys up there. And uh, as far as dynasty goes, solid wide, or running back one, probably to RB5 in the top five.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, other than that, Pat Friermuth, again, you start in Pat Friermuth if you have him as your tight end. Uh, if you have him in Dynasty, hold him. I mean, if someone wants to overpay you for Pat Friermuth, I, I would take it because tight ends are, you know, a replaceable position or at least an expendable position, and he's not like a, he's not a Mark Andrews or, or a you know, Travis Kelsey type of tight end, but he's still solid, like, you know, he's, he's at least a tight end that's not going to, be giving you a donut, you know, where you don't have to worry this guy's gonna get me zero points or twelve points on he should solidly get you, you know, close to double digit points on with around ten points on a weekly basis. Yeah, we gotta
2: remember tight ends usually break out in the third year, if they're ever gonna break out. Um, they're typically, you know, they usually start to improve much later than even like wide receivers or running There's backs. The, the I line, think line if line you, curve there. I think <laughs> I think he's you hold him, he might not always be the best guy, but like I think you know, give it another year, give it another, you know, another year. And he's, because you don't see guys like him usually do what he did in his rookie season. Like, they, that was unexpected. Yeah, he, he showed he, yeah. he can play. He's not, special. Yeah, definitely not, you know, I, I know in startups he, or not startups, I'm, I know in rookie drafts, you know, people were definitely looking great. He was, I think, typically around a, a second round pick. Um, Probably a third, with, I would think. Yeah, second or third. So depending, super yeah, flex, yeah, premium. Would exactly. Yeah, league, but yeah, but yeah, I think he's. I, if you if you if you got him in a rookie draft last year, I think you're really happy about it. Oh, yeah, you're excited, it. and I think that you know you should be stoked that he even had the rookie season that he had, and you know I think he's. Uh, you hold on to him. I I would agree though if you find somebody overpay. You, you know, you take it, but...
0: Now, play devil, to play devil's advocate here, did he have as much as he had last season because Big Ben couldn't get the ball down That's the field to his point. wide receivers? That's a very good
2: point. yeah,
0: yeah. So, you know, just just question. food for a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm still confident starting Pat Fryermuth on a weekly basis and not really thinking too much about it unless you have one of those top four tight ends. Um... The last quarterback move that happened, and not really much effect it. Kirk Cousins got a one-year fully guaranteed extension to his his, his contract. Um, I just it's just kind of crazy that like with everything else that's happening as far as quarterback moves, and like the the narrative I keep hearing from people throughout the league is that you know they watched the Chiefs Bills game, and then you know the Bengals Chiefs game, and everyone basically came away saying. Can my quarterback keep up with that? If we get into the playoffs and this is what it needs to win a Super Bowl, can my quarterback keep up with that? And that's why all these other moves happen. The move to get Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson and, you know, getting rid of Baker and then the Colts decided that Carson went. All these other moves happen because they decided these guys weren't the guy. <laughs> and the Vikings continue to double down on Kirk Cousins, who for his career is a 500 quarterback.
2: Yeah, my man gets the bag. 59-59-2. <laughs>
0: The man has two ties, 59, 59, and two. He's exactly a 500 quarterback. Best
2: agent in the game.
1: Who's and his continues agent? to get this money and get
0: secure. I don't understand. this. The Vikings went to the NFC Championship game with Case Keenum as their quarterback, and they brought in Kirk Cousins to be an upgrade, and he's never gotten them back to that. This man has one playoff win in his career, and they continue to give him money and commit to him as their quarterback. And I don't get it. Now, I don't think it makes sense to find a new quarterback this year because I don't know how you upgrade a quarterback from at, from Kirk Cousins at this point, but I don't understand why you give him another year fully guaranteed. doesn't make any sense. So... Uh, that's kind of it for all the quarterback moves. Uh, wrapping it up here. Any final thoughts about anything? Anything we didn't talk about? Anything you want to mention real
2: quick? Uh, yeah, I want to mention real quick. Uh, Kirk Cousins' agent is uh, Mike McCartney. You are the goat, dude. Mike McCartney. Shout out Mike McCartney. Yeah, shout out Mike McCartney for sure. <laughs> he knows how to get the bag. This
1: man gets people paid. Yeah. So that's so gonna, gonna be. his number down? <laughs>
2: yeah, no, I don't think it's publicly available. You're gonna have to go through his uh, probably uh, whatever agency he's with.
0: So that's going to be everything from us here today at Fantasy Oddballs. Uh, we are going to be coming back with you with another episode recovery, uh, recapping franchise tags and free agency. I am your host, Ryan McNichols, co-host Rich Hunk, and producer Mike Coyle. Peace out. See you guys. Later.